Hey, it's Jason. Before we get into this podcast episode, quick question for you. And that is, would a private voiceover community help you? Basically, uh, think of it like a place, like an online community to meet, ask questions, encourage others, and get audition feedback so that you can grow as a voiceover actor and grow your business. Is that something that you would be interested in? I've had some students ask me about it, so I just wanted to kind of put a feeler out there and just see uh, if there's any interest in a voiceover community. If you want to see more details about it and give your input, you can do that at voiceacting101.com slash group. There's a form there. You just fill it out. That's got some questions on it, and that'll kind of give me some uh, feedback on whether or not you're interested in it. It's up in the air right now. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it is something that has been brought up a few times. So I just wanted to put it out there and see uh, if there was anyone else interested in it. Again, it's voiceacting101.com slash group. I'd love to get your input on it. All right, that's it. Now on to the podcast. It's hard to believe, but here we are. Another 12 months have gone by almost. We're almost to the end of a year. And I think it's a good time to kind of look back on the year as a whole and just reflect on what went well. You can also focus on what didn't go well. But for this podcast episode, we're just going to focus on the positive, the good, the things that worked. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. And hopefully you get some ideas. Uh, maybe you're going to have uh, some ideas for something that you want to do in the upcoming year. That is what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Voice Acting 101 podcast. I'm Jason. This is episode number 30, and we're going to do it a little bit differently this week. Normally, there's a, a voiceover question that comes in that I answer, but since we are so close to the end of the year, I thought it would kind of be a good time to reflect back on the year and just uh, you know cover some of the things that worked for me and my business, share those with you. Hopefully, it helps you in your business, and just kind of show you the things that I'm thankful for and the things that you know, went well this year for me. So hopefully that helps you, uh, you know, because I think it's a good idea to kind of analyze your business often. I try to do it every quarter, every 12 weeks or so. I kind of look at it and see if there's anything that needs to be adjusted. Uh, you don't have to do it every quarter, but every six months at least. And, you know, at least, you know, definitely once a year. So it's kind of a good time to do it at the end of the year as well. Uh, now, you know, we're talking about the things that worked. Maybe, you're thinking to yourself, you know, if you're just getting started or if you feel like you've stalled and your business, you know, just isn't growing or you're auditioning, but you're not landing the, the jobs from the auditions, then not a lot's going to change over those 12 weeks or six months or, you know, a year even. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, nothing's changed, nothing's worked for me. I've got a guide that I put together. I think it can help you. It's called the five steps to voiceover success. Uh, it's for those who are just getting started in voiceover, or even if you're in voiceover and you want to kind of take it to the next level, I think that the guide can help you. There's five steps involved. Maybe you're on step one if you're just getting started. Maybe you're on four or five if you've been in the game for a little bit. Uh, but check out the guide. You can get it at voiceacting101.com slash get started. And I think that's going to help you. It's going to give you some ideas to take into the new year. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with this podcast episode. Uh, and like I said, these are things that I've kind of thought back, I've reflected back on, and I can see that they made a big difference uh, in the way that I do business or the the year that I've had. So the first thing to point out would be the importance of repeat clients. So repeat clients, I don't, I didn't look up the percentage, but if I had to guess, I would probably say about 75% of the work that I do comes from repeat clients. So that's how important 
having a repeat client is. So this is somebody that, you know, you've done a voiceover job for, which is great to do a voiceover job for somebody. They've hired you to do it. But the odds are that if they had a, a voiceover job one time, then there, there's a good chance that they're going to need another voice at another time. So the trick is to stay in touch with those clients so that, you know, they think of you when they have that next voiceover job, because it's easy to forget. You know, I've worked with people in the past year, and if I don't hear their name every couple months, then I I have to really think back or check something, you know, check a record to see who what that person's name was or who was it that did that for me, you know, because we're forgetful. So it's the same thing in voiceover. If you work for someone, uh, odds are if too much time goes by, they're going to forget about you and they're going to have to start that search all over again. But if you stay in touch with them, then hopefully that will turn into a repeat client uh, for you. And that can make a huge, uh, it can have a huge impact on your business. So I would definitely suggest setting it up so that you're, you know, any job that you get, you're working to turn that one job into repeat business for your voiceover business. So that's kind of the, the first takeaway would be, do you have that in place in your business Uh, so that you can stay in touch with those people who hire you so that they come back to you in the future and they don't forget about you. So like I said, repeat clients, that made a huge difference uh, in my business this year. It has in in all the past years as well, uh, but I really noticed it this year. Uh, Next up on things that worked would be knowing the niches that I want to work in and that I'm hired in most often. So I have three that I get hired in most often. And that would be commercials, that would be e-learning, and corporate narrations. It's kind of a win-win because those are the jobs that I get most often, and those are also the jobs that I, I enjoy doing the most. Now, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't do a job outside of these niches. I do, I have. Um, but the ones that I'm focused on, the ones that I really try for, would be if it's, it's probably in one of those niches right there, commercials or e-learning or narrations. So that would be the next point for you. Do you have your niches already planned out? Do you know where your where your strengths are? Which ones are you getting hired in? And which ones do you enjoy doing the most? So knowing those things, that's going to help you not waste time in the areas where uh, your voice may not be a good fit or for some reason, you know, uh, you're just not being hired in those areas. So the question for you is, do you know your strongest niches? All right, another thing that worked really well for me this year was uh, one pay-to-play website in particular, uh, and that is Voices.com. And they send so many auditions through, not just public auditions, but private auditions. And the quality of the jobs seems to be really high. The budgets are high. Uh, you know, I, I tend to quote high on the, the jobs that I audition for on pay-to-play websites, and the client's even if it's outside their budget that they list, they, I have found that they are okay with it and they still go through with it. Um, so it, it's worked out really well for me. The return on investment with them has been huge this past year. Um, and I can't say that that's going to work for you. You know, it, there's so many variables involved with that that I'm not sure uh, if it would work for you. Some, some people swear by some pay-to-play websites and other ones hate some pay-to-play websites. So it varies so much, but I can say for me, the Voices.com membership has been a really great return on investment for me. So the question for you would be, uh, wherever you're getting your auditions from, if it's a pay-to-play website, maybe it's a free site, is it worth it? Even if it's a free site, it's still taking your time. So 
you know, you got to weigh the, uh, the your time versus the auditions that you're actually seeing and the budgets that you're seeing. And then how likely are you to win a job on whatever site it is? So you just want to analyze that wherever your auditions are coming from. Uh, if it's a pay to play website and you're paying for it, you want to make sure that you're getting a return on investment. So is it worth it to you? And finally, one other area that I'm thankful for and that I, I know it made a huge difference in business, it does every year, and that would be having an assistant because I would not be able to audition as often. I would not be able to do as many voiceover jobs, and I just wouldn't – I would be more stressed. I'd be more uh, tied up in the business if I didn't have an assistant who could edit all the voiceover for me and take care of uh, the other parts of it, like the the billing and the invoicing and the accounting part of it and delivering the files and all that. So I'm, I'm just so thankful for having an, an assistant that can help me so that, you know, I can kind of focus on just auditioning and actually recording the voiceover. And that just helps me out so much. And I think it would help you out as well. So if you're in that position, you're not going to be in that position if you're just getting started, but eventually you're going to need some help so that you can focus on just being behind the microphone and doing what you do best. If there's something else that somebody else can do, then uh, that would be something that you could have an assistant do. So you don't have to be the one working uh, long hours and you're just going to stress yourself out and get burnout, uh, but that your assistant can, uh, can you know, really take some of that load off your shoulders. So I hope that helps you. Those are just the things that looking back on the year, I, I can say definitely made a difference. And again, it was uh, repeat clients. So I would highly suggest you have a system in place so that you can uh, nurture those clients and stay in touch with those clients uh, so that they come back to you when they do need voiceover again. Also, knowing your niche, knowing your lane, which uh, areas you enjoy doing and which areas you're hired to do most often, that's going to save you from wasting time all year long. You're just going to be focused on the ones that that work for you. Uh, like I said, the Voices.com membership worked for me. I don't know if it'll work for you, uh, but nevertheless, it's always a good idea to kind of evaluate where your auditions are coming from whether it be like a free site or an online casting site or like a pay-to-play website, and whether or not uh, you're getting a good a good return on investment either through whatever you're paying for the membership or uh, just your time involved with it. And then finally, uh, having someone who can help take some of the load off your shoulders, having an assistant. I, you know, my assistant helps me tremendously with the editing and delivery and the invoicing and the accounting and all that stuff. So I can just focus on doing auditions and doing the actual voiceover. So uh, it makes a huge difference. It, it definitely did this past year. And of course, you know, not everything worked as well as I would have liked it to have. Uh, so you, you probably have certain things like that where you think that, you know, some things you, you want to stop doing or something you want to change about your business. But anytime you're doing the analysis or kind of a reflection, especially at the year's end, I think it's good to always start uh, with the positives and the things that went well, the things that worked, uh, and just the things that you can be thankful for and the progress that you've made over the uh, the past year or six months or however long it's been since you did it last. So I hope this helped you. Don't forget, if you have a question for the podcast, you can leave it for me at voiceacting101.com slash ask. I will get it and hopefully feature it in an upcoming podcast episode. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next time. 